everybody, and welcome to episode 171 of Rise of the Podcast. I am the host with the most, Jeremy. Uh, I am Kara. <laughs> and I am the guy with the fly. <laughs> Wait, I'm, wearing, I'm wearing shorts, so nope, there's no fly on these gym shorts. I'm Jeremy brownie. is literally the only one in here that has a fly because I'm wearing leggings. Well, all right. Well, that's pretty yay! good for the first time we did that intro, Woo! right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. There's already a hype train. Ooh, ooh, Are you, what? Ooh, How do yeah. we have a hype, hype train? train? Hype train. Swanky. Wow. Swanky. Do, doing the intro right the first time gets you a hype train. <laughs> I guess so. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, Dave, thank you for the tier one sub. He's been subscribed for five months. Brad's worth subscribed for six months. Six. Just laying it out there, Brad. And then and Swanky. Swanky with the 500 oh, bit cheer. Everybody. Nice. Well, we Thank have you. an action packed episode. Last week was pure craziness and fun. This week is more of a traditional episode. We're going to talk 3D printing and Buzz Lightyear or Lightyear the movie. Oh, and then Look Cam, Cam comes Cam. in with the five. Yes, oh, wow. Did we, we, we made it through a, a tier hey, one hype train. He gave the tier one sub to me. Thanks, Cam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you protocol droid or are you personal? What, me, me personal? <laughs> nice. Uh, can you imagine stream protocol droids gets a sub? <laughs> It'll happen. <laughs> Probably will. That's amazing. Thank you, guys. No, so you what, guys are awesome. What, what did we do to deserve such beautiful things on People this tried to day fix of the August? Sound. They thought it was your error thing, so they were tipping to. <laughs> <laughs> it's all part of the show. Yeah, all <laughs> everything show. is. When will you guys learn that everything is intentional it and is. nothing is done by mistake? Here? We do this for your entertainment. I've never once made an error. Everything is all a wizard <laughs> arrives precisely when he intends to. <laughs> So this has been a crazy week. It has been, so we're going to, yeah, we're going to talk about 3D printing. We're going to talk about Lightyear. We're going to talk about actually some animated classic Pixar movies. Are we talking about Star Wars? We're going to talk, of course, we're going to talk about Star Wars. And we're going to talk a little bit about Sims. Sims have taken over our household. Not not like the game Sims. The Sims. Sims style games. Yeah. So... David, oh. C. Sam Fisher, you know, he was addicted to Power Wash Simulator. He loved that one. It's kind of soothing. I did the t- the tutorial for Electrician Simulator, and I realized that Jeremy being good at electronics is very overrated. Because oh, it's easy. Because it's easy. Cam just spent, uh, Cam and I spent an hour on the phone last yeah. night talking about phase one phase versus three phase electricity and even yeah, one in three phase electricity. Is what well, well Marvel's already in phase five. Oh, you're so, so funny. <laughs> um, so that was pretty cool. Um, which we which we kick off with uh, so The Sims or three D printing? We, well, what do we have for Star Wars? Maybe we should start with something Star Wars. Because we are a Star Wars Star podcast. Wars podcast. Star Yay! Wars, uh, I'm trying to think of things to talk about. Star. Did Wars. you ever do your movie review? Of Ong Bak? I did not. I've been thinking about that. All right. So, Chris, while you look that up, I'm going to talk about Ong Bak. Is that fair? Um, I, I, so I, I have a Star Wars oh, thing. Oh, all, right. all right. Then I will do Ong Bak after this. Because, right. Swanky, you requested this like a month ago. I did watch it that right, Are you sure you didn't talk about things? I thought you did. No, we it was because the game. Didn't. And then last week was all game. And the week before mm-hmm. that, it was guest, I believe, Daryl. And the time before, I, we, I have not done it. She I hasn't been, Every it. single week, I'm like, I need to talk about Ong Bak. Okay. I mentioned in like that podcast that I did watch. And we're like, oh, we'll do the review at the end. And then we never did. 
Yep. I, I feel like something calamitous happened at the end that distracted yeah. us. I mean, doesn't that, isn't that what normally happens? Uh, yes. And Swanky, I do appreciate that that uh, suggestion. Actually, it was actually <laughs> a good movie. Nice. Cheers for the one one bit cheer, dear. I only have fourteen <laughs> bits left to give. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's this? Oh, this is. This I'm just, is I'm just pulling up a graphic. So this is this is when we were ranking <laughs> the uh, playground equipment. Ah! So, yep, what I found are what CBR.com says are the 10 most important planets in Star Wars. Interesting. I can't see. Every, is anyone even watching? <laughs> <laughs> that was at the beginning of the show before we started. So. And it was hidden under. The, the so, the, the whole screen has Supreme Presidents over. Yeah, everything else. Yeah, because uh, it just YouTube, it, yeah. it hides all the warts, which you know Jeremy definitely needs. <laughs> I don't right. The tenth most important planet in Star Wars. Anybody want to guess? Mustafar. Naboo. Dagobah. Oh, is the really? Tenth That's probably correct. I mean, okay. Here's the thing, though. If Luke had never gone to Dagobah, he would never have gotten the training from Yoda. Yeah, that's why it's 10. I would say it's more important than that. Let's go through Luke the list and gotten, we'll talk about Do you want to hear their justification okay, for let's it, hear it? Yeah, sure. Um, so, on the outset, Dagobah appears to be nothing more than a hostile swamp world teeming with dangerous life. But in reality, it's the perfect training ground for a Jedi looking to hone their skills of the Force. After the fall of the Jedi Order... Master Yoda went to an exile in the world in, out of shame for his failings as well as a means of accomplishing his learning with Master Qui-Gon... Completing his learning, I'm sorry... With Master Qui-Gon Jinn's spirit, he would stay in this world for the rest of his life, but not without imparting his knowledge of the forest on Luke Skywalker. So, that's what they say. All right. Basically the same thing you guys said. Didn't Omi come from Dagobah as no. well? No. Did she come from a different... A random, different... Rando? Oh, yeah, because they would... Um... So, looks like our hype train just completed. Thank you, everybody, for participating in that. That's Thank awesome. You. The Thomas the Train hype train. We, we literally have the uh, the lowest tier <laughs> things set to do it. They still don't happen very often, but we don't really expect people to, like, no, that was go fun, crazy. Though. So, it's like, it's still fun and, yeah. uh, still hey, fun and exciting to do. people who participated got an emote. <laughs> yeah, there are a few emotes that went through there. What'd you get? Because you, um, you participated with your one emote, or with your one thing. Oh, I got the bunny. It looks like Richard I got, from... I got a, it's called Hype Fail. <laughs> I got I Richard got. from Gumball. Man, I wish I would have friggin' given a bit. Whoop, whoop. Bunny. <laughs> All right. Give All it right, a bit. So the number nine planet, number nine most important planet, Geonosis. I mean, that's where the B1s all came from and the, you know, the... Uh, the B1s, the B2, that, and the Genosians. The first major, major battle of the Clone Wars. Yeah, that's true. Beyond yeah, Christophsis. Isn't that where Christophsis is? Or is Christophsis the planet? Christophsis is a planet. Okay. It looks like Geonosis. See, I have to know the whole list before I can rank these. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll get there quickly. So, number eight most important planet in Star Wars, Lothal. Lothal. That's where... I mean... Um, what's the reasoning behind that? Uh, Ezra Bridger. I know, but like... And that's where... T this Vaughn tried to do the TIE Defender program! That was all based on the Here's ball. the thing. The not Miranda everybody... Prince, Miranda Price? Price? 
Price. P R Y C E. Miranda Price is from oh. Cam. Cheers for the cheers. Thanks, Cam. 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 Okay, Cam, but Cam, like, Cam. here's the thing: the average Star Wars watcher is going to have zero idea what Lothal is. Lothal. Lothal. So. It says, uh, it appears to be just a simple farming plan, but it actually held a secret that made it desirable to the Empire. In Rebels, it's discovered that there's a Jedi temple hidden on this planet. But not only that, there's a portal that can hold massive impact on the galaxy as a whole. I don't want to, there's spoiler stuff yeah, okay. inside of there, but that's why it says that it's the eighth. I mean, that, that could easily be 10th on the list, but we'll keep going. Yeah, whatever. I lost my thing. There it is. It's a very janky system I've got going on here. Uh, number seven, Bespin. Cloud City? Well, Cloud City is the capital of Bespin. I mean, that's where Han... That's Tabana Gas, Kara. It said the biggest plot twist ever occurred on Bespin. Because we find out, Luke, I'm your father? Yeah. yeah. No, Luke. No, I, I am your father. Yeah, it's I thought me. you were his wife. Ah, <laughs> All right. So we can argue that. Number six, Camino. Clone facility. I love Camino. Beautiful planet. All water. Beautiful towers sticking out of the sea, the crazy sea. And they visited it quite a few times. Oh, Bad apparently Swanky is my father. My mistake. Ah. <laughs> uh, number five. He's Mus- quoting it correctly. Mustafar. Oh, yeah. The birthplace of Darth Vader. I thought he was born on Tatooine. No, well, that's... <laughs> Don't get semantical with me. Okay, what's next? Right. I mean, I'm agreeing with the list in general. Naboo, number Naboo. four. Nice. I would like to see more Naboo. I think we see plenty of it over the Speaking course of the first three of films. my crazy pronunciations, Mark Hamill has officially taken a hot take on pronouncing GIF or JIF, and he says GIF with a hard G because of Jif the peanut butter and he gets confused. I'm so proud that I am on point with my buddy Mark. I'm just saying that the, the creator. creator Do you know Aragon broke his toe when he kicked that helmet? Yeah, saying the creator Everybody's said favorite, favorite fun fact. I did know he broke his toe, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody knows he broke his toe. So everybody knows the creator said Jeff Kara. Everybody knows that. We know. And I'm we, just saying you should go with what the creator says. Give flat earthers over Thank here. Thank the maker. Well, so here's the <laughs> funny part, because the G stands for graphical, doesn't it, right? Yes. So you would think it'd be guh. GIF, graphical GIF. One That's of my, just what the creator calls it. One of my coworkers. I mean, says, what would you do if if we you know we call chip chip? But what if somebody's like, it's not chip, it's chipe. No, it'd be kip. Well, just, <laughs> well, so I, I'll say this: if you think that it should be called, if you think it should be called GIF, then you also think that every change George Lucas has made to his films has been appropriate and necessary. How <laughs> <laughs> does that make Because he's the creator. He's the creator. <laughs> Touche. I liked my Aragon toe thing, but that was. Good. I thought that he was hilarious, and then I was li- trying to troll you by saying I didn't know that because I did, but for acting as though I wasn't. Yes, I got it. All right, number three. Cam agrees with me, saying "gift with a soft G." The creator is wrong. Brownie is right. That's probably the best two sentences I've ever read on this podcast. <laughs> I can retire now. Uh, number three. Hmm, interesting. Mandalore. 
Really? No I would put that down way, way lower. Yeah. I, I would I would put Mandalore below Dagobah. I would too. I would definitely like it, Stuff happens there, but not yeah. like not in any mainstream movies. We've yeah. seen Bespin original trilogy, Camino prequels. I mean, really the only Mustafar to- <laughs> prequels, Naboo prequels. Their their first sentence. The world of Mandalore is important to the Mandalorians. Duh. Yep. You've done it. Yeah, and Earth is important to humans. To Earthlings. To Earthlings. Yeah. So this is actually what I thought would be number one. Number two, Coruscant. Coruscant, I would say, would be number one. Like, that's like the center of that galaxy there. It's going to be Tatooine. I haven't looked, but it's going to be Tatooine. Of course. It has to be Tatooine. Why is Jakku not on the list? It's more important than Dagobah. Just kidding. No, it's not. No, it's that, more important I, than Mandalore. What about uh, 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 um, Scarif? Scarif is cool. I think Scarif is more important. It's where the Death Star started off. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's where we got to see a Hammerhead Corvette ram a Star Destroyer. I'm trying to think of uh, what's the planet? Exegol, I think, is more important. Exegol would be cool. What about the I'm planet? not saying more important than Tatooine, but more important than, like, Exegol, way more important than Bespin. I what's, agree. What's the, the, the planet where the Night Sisters, Maul, and uh, oh, yeah, they're from? Dathomir. Dathomir. Named it. Look at me doing it. I am a Star Wars. Chris, 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 Chris. <laughs> what is Brad doing over there? Kessel? Kessel! Brad, <laughs> the arrow is the best part! Oh my gosh! <laughs> that was amazing. I was how to think, dare you, Brad? How could we make Star Wars places fun? This list fun, <laughs> and he's done it. So Brad's arrowing to himself. Swaggy's arrowing up to Brad. <laughs> that is good. Oh, you guys, I love. Cam that. mentions Yavin Four. Yavin is super important. That, that you know. Okay, that, like, so what would you guys get rid of? I would get rid of Mandalore. Lothal could easily come off. Yeah, Lothal. Best pin. Honestly, Naboo could probably That's come. That's what I'm thinking. Mandalore, yeah. Naboo. Because I, th- I think like Yavin should be top five. I mean, you, keeping Naboo, if you kept Naboo on the list, I mean, that's where Jar Jar Binks is from. Yeah, it doesn't exist. Well, we're not getting rid of the planets. We're just saying right. it's not important. I know that's technically so. Camino doesn't exist in the Jedi archives. Therefore, is it actually a planet? Place. But I like Camino. I do too. Um, okay, so yeah, we could get rid of Naboo, Mandalore. Would you say Definitely. get rid of Bespin or keep Bespin? So Naboo, Mandalore, Lothal. Are you keeping? Yeah. What about best? Are we keeping oh, best? Yeah, bestman is where the whole no, I'm your father craziness happened. To see. Ah. Swaggy said Lothal, dump it. <laughs> I like it. All right, so I only got rid of two because this thing's hard to control. What are we getting rid of again? Mandalore, uh, Mandalore for sure. Cam says get rid of Geonosis. Send it. It's important, but probably not as important as some of these. So where do we right. think? Like, I think Kessel's probably would be a good replacement for Geonosis. That works for me. What else do we see? Oh. I think Mustafar should be higher than five. No, it's good where it's at. I mean, that's literally where Anakin died in Vader. Yeah, Why is Alderaan not on this list? That's what I was thinking, too. Like, Alderaan. Yeah, Alderaan it's like should the be on plot. there. Of the entire, it's a driving, 
you know, device yeah. of the That is what, hole. like, yeah, Alderaan gets destroyed and, yeah. What else did we say we needed to add? Um, Yavin. Oh, Yavin could be three or four, yeah. No, we 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 were like, well, where is this? And where is this? And where is this? And now we're like, oh, uh, yeah, why well, can't I slap that Endor can't remember. in three? Oh, yeah, Endor? Like... It's a Endor, moon, or the but, forest moon of Endor. I mean, the forest moon of Endor, but Chris, Jeremy doesn't even need that that filter to. <laughs> <laughs> if you take a wave filter that scrambles like this and you look sideways, it makes you look funny. Oh, you're talking about Scarif and Jakku oh, and I don't think Jakku belongs on the list, but I think Scarif how was how do you spell Scarif? With a C. S C A R I F, yeah. Like Scarif. Uh two Fs, I believe. Is it two? Is it just one? I think it's just one. No, because it's a riff. Like a like a divide of You're so funny. No, I'm being serious. Not a rift, but a riff. Scarif. Mm-hmm. Like a ridge line. Alright. A riff line. Cam says Yavin 3, Moon of Endor 4. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Do we get them all? There's our modified um, list. He also, Cam says that we should switch Camino and Kessel, so I'll just do that. Beautiful. So Tatooine, Coruscant, Alderaan, Yavin, Mustafar, Scarif, Bespin, Kessel, Camino, Dagobah. All right. So Cam sent us some stuff to help us do some automations. We should make a chat command called Camino. Cam and have the moon of Camino make a cameo in the episode and then go back down. <laughs> you type in bang, that's no moon, and then the Death Star appears. Ooh, that we, could be- we could just call it a cam EO. Oh I like that. And we'll 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 put and we'll, Cam's face on. The moon. <laughs> and we'll just put his face on random stuff, and if you identify it during the episode, you win a dollar. That's hilarious. We should we should do a three D print of Cam, like a little like chibi. chibi a Cam, and hide it around this the the set. Like the pineapples in uh, Psych. Exactly. And people have to Or have we been him. doing this the whole time? Yeah, I better go back and watch all 170 you previous better episodes. better go back and watch them all. There could be something <laughs> hidden in every one. And who knows? It might not be in the episode the whole time. When it's on my close-up, Jeremy could be hiding it. Or when it's on Jeremy's close-up, I could yeah. be hiding it. Ooh. <laughs> so I like the list of the planets. I am hyped to talk about creating because we do love making stuff here. And you guys have seen all the 3D things we printed, the Game Boy carts, which we have to get one to Cam, um, all the things that we've printed. And so we got to meet Cam's uncle and he officially gave me permission in order to be able to talk about our encounter. Now, I, how much did I go into la- uh, last week or before? I don't know how much you talked about it. Not tons. Okay. So, so is your shot really crooked or is it just that light looks crooked in your shot? I feel I'm a little warm to be perfectly honest, but the light's crooked. I feel fine. Like the slope of the couch feels fine. I'm probably I think he's talking about the angle of the camera maybe. No, I I got that he's talking about this light looks angled and it is, but I'll just, there. (laughs) Well, you're not going to sit in your normal No, anyways, my my dynamic parameter. 
Anyways, or in Bond. Iambic parameter? Yeah. That was a joke for a couple weeks ago. Okay. But, so, not, but, but pentameter, not parameter. I don't know how to say things. We've established this. Okay. Words are Words hard. We established this a long time ago. So I got to meet Cam's uncle. Now, this was an interaction I didn't expect to take place to the level of which I had fun. Did he tell you that with great power comes great responsibility? He should have. Uncle Ben? Uncle is, it, ben? is his name Ben? No. Oh, well, that would have been a lot better. So Uncle Cam... <laughs> <laughs> uncle Cam. Cam Uncle. No, Cam Uncle um, has a hobby workshop and has a lot of incredible fun things. Uh, some laser etching and some, you know, machining stuff. It was a blast. So he makes stuff and he shared some of like he shares some of the projects that he's working on. And I was like had more fun than I can describe. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. We're going to start maybe working on a couple projects together for something fun to do. So in the meantime, I've been powder coating, mm-hmm. which has been really fun. We've still been 3D printing. And so uh, Cam's uncle reached out to me and he is going to be making. You should actually let me know if you guys want some. Then I can tell him how many to make. Oh, that would be This sick. is perfect. Hey, so that Brad, could be what we give away if people find the hidden cams around the And Swanky, if you guys want one, I'm sure Cam is going to want one. His uncle is going to make us best scar looks identical. He's going to laser etch in all of the waves. So it looks like it was, you know, it's like it's best scar, but instead of an Imperial cog in the corner, it is going to have this, the rise of the podcast logo actually cut into the metal in the lower left-hand corner. And it's going to be exact. He is a perfectionist and he really cares about attention to detail. So I found him some blueprints and some plans. I sent them over to him and he is going to be making them. And so he sent me, we, we sent him the logo and he in turn made this STL. Now I blew it up to scale so you can see it's reversed because it's a stamp. And I, blew, I like I said, I blew it up, but he's going to take that and he's going to stamp it into the best car. And so we're going to have best car ingots. So if you want one, um, $99.99. No, we'll probably foot the bill for longtime listeners. So if your name is Cam, Swanky, or Brad. But not Dave or... Or Dave. Or trying- Chris. I'm just kidding. Get you, Chris. Oh, yeah. I don't um, listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we will foot the bill for you guys and, and cover shipping and get you one. Uh, if you want one. So uh, maybe either send me an email or send me a text if you have my info um, or on Discord. I know not everybody has Discord. So reach out to us, get a hold of us, and we'll make sure you get one. Um, it, that is extremely cool. So now I have undertaken a project. It's a little overwhelming, but we'll get there. Um, he is going to make the equivalent of a treadmill 3D printer, but it's a treadmill CNC machine to cut out templates out of like wood and plates or plate plate metal or sheet metal and uh it's only limited by how like you can just keep adding on y rods and so you have infinite y and then you can still fit just like a three-year-old yeah (laughs) why 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 that went over kara's head i'm just kidding no long pause (laughs) kara still likes me most like the polar bear with Um, with big hands so it's it's 37 prints chris the longest of which, the longest item to print is... Swanky said he'll take one? He says that he's an, your enemy. I'd like <laughs> one. But not if you're my enemy. No, okay. He would like one. All right. So Swanky's on the list. Awesome. Um, they're going to be cool. I'll post pictures of them in Discord and, and I'll text you one. We should... Uh, if you're interested. How hard would it be to do like... Um, 
Like, uh, you know how they do on like limited run prints? It's like one of X. Oh, you know what? I cool. bet you he could. I will message him. And even see. if it was just like a, like a, you know, like, um, I think they're called stamps or whatever. It was like, yeah. you just like hammer the thing in. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, punch, like a punch almost, I guess. But yeah. th with this guy, he's either going to laser or make it out of steel. He made this stamp out of steel. He was telling me all about it and he made it. He has a steel punch of this. You can make a rise of the podcast leather patches. Actually, I wonder, you know Very what I think cool. he's going to do? I think he's going to, because he was debating on whether he milled them or molded, like poured them. I wonder if he did this in a mold, but then you'd have to have a, is there a tamper angle? <gasps> there is a, a relief yeah, angle. Yeah. Yeah. If you what? look, you can see the relief angle. Oh yeah. Ooh. Yeah, it is. A draft angle. Draft angle. Is what it's called. So he's yeah, going to pour it. Shorten that to a dangle, by the way. It's not called a dangle, is it? No, but it sounds funny if you say it. One of my works. He put a dangle in there. Well, so <laughs> I work. Okay, close up. Tangent time. So I work on helmets, right? And I've talked about like when you watch Top Gun, like I pay attention to all the equipment because it's what I work on. So Pat has a saying that annoys all my other coworkers. And so we set the angle of the bayonets that hold their mask up. So it's, you know, custom fit. Like if you want less pressure on your nose or if you need it down a little bit further depending on where you're fitting. Anyways, Pat's saying when you're fitting a helmet, he'll come up behind you and he'll be like, hey, uh, what's the angle of the dangle? Because <laughs> that's how the mask hangs there like a dangle. And yeah, what's the angle of it? What so. is going on with this freaking thing? We have no sound? No, the freaking, someone's d did a snap redeem and it's not working for some reason. Well, that's a bummer. Like it shows up like the, it's working on this part. But it's not coming through on the... Uh, Cam says, did he make the mold on the... I can't quite... Tormac. Tormac. I'm not sure. All he told me was the size and then uh, the, like what level steel he made it out of. Um, I hope this stuff is interesting because I think it's extremely cool. So I want to be able to contribute and add my part to it. So it's like, yeah, I'm excited to try helping print these pieces for this other um, machine he's going to make. And then... Um, which, Carrie, you would love something like that because basically it's like a laser cutter, but it can cut oh, wood, yeah. no, metal, No, I anything. do. I definitely want one of those. We could make one. So why haven't you? Because I just got the message today. I just got excuses? the message today. Excuses? Excuses. Can someone put me on timeout? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Chris, can you put me on timeout? Uh, it was your sure. close-up when you mouthed that to me, by the no, way. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> Oh no! I was put on time out. Oh, Don't do we... it! No, oh, Swake, you can't okay. not do it. I'm why, I'm trying to figure out why this freaking snap cam isn't working, and I'm getting kind of upset. No, so I'm gonna reject your offers, Kara. There you go. Sorry. Give me that. Oh, give me that. Give me that. What are you doing? <laughs> All right, Kara, cover the show. Do your no, movie. what? A, movie my movie review. review. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> uh, fine. All right, so my movie review of Ong Bak. Swanky, it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. Thank you for suggesting it and not making me watch the other one. I don't even remember what it was called. Anyway, so I thoroughly enjoyed it. Ong Bak, my favorite scene was um, when, what's, I forget the main character's name. 
Tony Jaa. Tony Jaa. What's his character's name? Though? I, I forget. It's been a long time. Anyway. You just call him Tony Jaa. Tony Jaa. I, I, the parts I loved was when he like was kicking butt in the fight ring. Like All he wants is his money back, and he's just trying to get through. And the guy's like, no! You can't get your money until you fight me! <laughs> and so he comes charging in like a mad bull, and Tony Jaa, he just like kicks him in the face, and that's literally it, right? Loved that part. It was hilarious. And then I really liked the part where um, when he does actually go in and fight all those guys. I don't know. All the fighting was super cool. He's a super cool dude. I liked kind of in the beginning when he's training with that older guy and stuff like that. Really cool. Least favorite parts? I really didn't like when... um, there's that one guy who's really insisting he fights him. And so, and he's like, no, I'm not going to fight you. And so he ends up starting to beat up on this girl. And then her boyfriend or whoever comes in trying to defend her. And he's like, the one guy is like beating the crap out of him. Pretty much to the point of him practically dying. And Tony Shaw's character is just like, nah, I'm not here to fight. I'm just like, dude. <laughs> Somebody's getting the crap literally beat out of him. Like, come on. So that I, I that, that annoyed me. And then uh, when George died at the end. I remembered his name because it's easy. George. <laughs> One of those simple names. Exactly. So that, so that was that was my other least favorite. So what was your opinion of that big one take where he's fighting his way up the... Which part was that? Am I thinking the right thing? Probably, I'm just blanking on it. It's like like he goes, I think it's, let me just scrub through this real quick. Yeah, so it's this scene where it's like he literally fights his way around, like up this whole thing. Was this on Bach? Was it not? I don't think so. What movie was this from then? People who know what I'm talking about. What it movie? looks like they're in a fancy hotel, and that's... I don't remember any fancy hotels. Time to go to IMDb. I know there was another one where Jeremy said it's another Tony Jaa movie, and it's um, basically the exact same story, but he has to rescue his elephant. The Protector. Yeah, could that have been it? Or maybe it was another one of the Ang Bak movies? Because we only watched the first... Was it the first one you had us watch? First yeah. one? Yeah. Ong Bak, the Thai Warrior. Yeah. It may have been one I of the other. I swear that that oneer is from that movie. I is don't... it? For, oh, Jeremy says it's from The Protector. Okay. I was like, I don't recognize okay, that. Okay, never mind. Sorry. So, uh, like, it's okay. They're so similar. I thought that That's was That's what that Jeremy movie. said. He said they're pretty much the exact same thing. Just they're going after different things. Yep. <laughs> um, so you should watch that one because it's a really good one. I probably will. I, I really enjoyed Ong Bak. So, uh... Rating? Is that the next thing? Yeah. I would give it like an eight. Oh, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. And uh, who would I recommend it to? Anyone who likes stuff like karate type things. <laughs> like those martial arts Martial type arts, movies. yeah. Martial arts movies. All like right. Jet Li and... Yeah, like... Why am I blanking on the big one? Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. Thank you. Those kind of movies. Yeah. And there's also like Bruce Lee too. Bruce Lee. Yeah. So, but I think that Bruce Lee is more like he did more like. What did I? Jet Li. I said, yeah. is Jet Li. Jet Li. Yeah. He's a martial. Okay. Artist. I was like, 
So, like, Bruce Lee, just because of the time frame of his career, like, he was more of, the, like, the campy karate films mm-hmm. where it's, like, super over-the-top, like, wacky sound effects, like, super wild, whereas, like, Jackie Chan kind of straddles the border between, like, the comedy and action yeah. of the fighting, yep. and then Tony Jaa is just straight, like, he, he's like Jackie Chan and Bruce Lee in the fact that he does all of his own stunts, but then it's like, there's no, like, comedic beats, it's all just kicking butt. I mean, there was some funny stuff with George, but <laughs> as far as Tony Jaa is concerned, like, everything yeah. he did was like, I'm here to kick some butt. I wonder, has he been in anything recently? The Expendables 4? What is that about 2023? Oh, who are, who is, did you turn that on? No, that is Jeremy is redeemed the IMDb game. Jackie Chan. With Jackie Chan. So, all right. Well, that'll be easy enough since I'm on IMDb already. See, here's going to be, here's going to be the hard thing. Jackie Chan's been in a lot. He's been in so many, he's probably been in more movies that are just Chinese only. See, that's just it. So like American movies, I know, I know he's been in a lot, but American movie-wise, it's like, I'm going to say he's been in more. Oh, I get, you got to do the introduction. Okay, Sorry. Yeah, so for, yeah, so for those of you who don't know how the IMDb game is played, we go on to IMDb and look up an actor or actress of the person choosing. Jeremy chose Jackie Chan, and we compare their filmography to that of Sean Connery. The name of the game is to guess whether or not that actor or actress has appeared in more or fewer films than screen legend Sean Connery. If you're at all enjoying the integrity of the game, you don't look up the answer while we're doing this, and you don't try to check out how many films Sean Connery has been in. He's an interesting barometer because he had a very long career, was in a lot of things, but not a billion things. (laughs) So uh, you're going with more. Cam's going with more. I don't know if Jeremy is going more. Jeremy probably looked it up in the bathroom. He probably did. Yeah, but definitely more. I, really, I like how we're totally throwing him under the bus and he's in the bathroom right now. Okay, you were on his close-up when he mouths to me. Oh, I, did, I didn't, I wasn't paying attention when that happened. Yeah, he was like, somebody put me on timeout. And then I, 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 I look th- at him and it's his close-up. He's like, use the bathroom. I, <laughs> I thought you guys were fighting about something and he just wanted to leave for like two oh, minutes. Oh, he totally. Are you going more or less? <laughs> more. More? Okay. Did you look it up? All right, and Swanky's saying more. So everybody universally is saying Jackie Chan more films than Sean Connery. Drum roll, please. You are all correct. He's been in more films than Sean Connery. Boom. Congratulations, everybody who guessed more. Uh, Brudsworth said that they count appearances on, on like talk shows, too. So it depends on if people enter them or not. Oh, okay. So it, that's why I just, I just, for the simplicity of the way that the game works, it's just yeah. the total number of credits as an actor. Okay. According to IMDb. So some people have them entered, some people don't. There's some people like, for example, like David Letterman, who has been on other talk shows a whole bunch, right? So it's like you can take himself out from like mm-hmm. hosting thousands of episodes of his own show and he still has hundreds of appearances. Yeah. Because he's listed on those. Or like other people like, you know, Tom Hanks has been on, you know, dozens and dozens and dozens of talk shows. But his aren't necessarily listed. Right. So. True. And we need to know how many, and we know what looks, because that's not in the spirit of the game. But maybe Sean Connery has a couple of appearances that are in there, too. Well, so, and that's the thing, too. So it's just, for simplicity of the rules, it's just whatever IMDb says is the number we go with. So Solid. So, Chris, how easy 
is it for you to pull up a Google search? Um, let's see here. An image for everyone to see. Um, pretty easy. Did I get rid of that? We haven't talked about butts to offend that one YouTube commenter <laughs> for a while. You are adults. And I feel like the time has come to read the walrus about said butts. Okay. So anybody who's been in the military, okay, understands that Swanky, chime in here, please. Bradsworth. Bradsworth. Lighthouse of the blind or for the blind. And Skillcraft. Anybody ever heard about? It's all made by blind people. That's where we get our paper, our post-it notes, our notebooks, our pens, our paper. Does this sound familiar to anybody? Okay. Well, the Air Force has finally been affected by this. So instead of having Skillcraft TP... For our butts, which is already subpar to begin with, we got a placeholder brand. What's your placeholder brand? I Scott can't tissue? even begin to tell you how ridiculous this is. Hands down, the worst toilet paper I've ever used. Is it worse Hands than Scott? Hands in the worst toilet paper. <laughs> <I've ever used. laughs> Chris, I need you to do a Google search for genuine Joe. Genuine Joe. I just want you to take a look at this TP. This is what I have been using at work. I'm surprised you haven't taken some rolls from home. To take to the, the no, I'm too cheap for that. The one, it's the blue label. Yep. You're not gonna be able to find any unwrapped, but just even looking, somebody named their company Genuine Joe for their toilet paper. Like GI Joe, two ply. They don't even make two-ply anymore. Look up, like, just Charmin and tell me, is that four-ply? I don't know. I, I think it's two-ply. No. Charmin? If you're Dwight, you would have peeled that sucker in half, and you would have been one-ply, man. It might as well have been one-ply. This Hold stuff on is literal sandpaper and is so hard <laughs> on your butt. I am still paying for the consequences. And I have What been grit sandpaper? Like, 80. All right, so hold on. Jeremy is getting How daily exfoliation. Charmin. It's two ply. It's just a different make. Like it just a. It's, it's just like the plies are thicker. Yeah. Like I'm guessing, like this is the stuff where it's like even if you fold it over four times, you can still see through it. Yes. Yep. Yep. Whereas Charmin, it's like nice and plush and thick. It's like wiping your butt with a cloud. So I, I there are certain things. Like what did people, Brad write? Uh, what did, it's a box of leaves, genuine Joe. It's a box of leaves. <laughs> That's pretty much what it feels like. So, the, people Poison talk Ivy. about like you you don't cheap out with things that like touch the earth, right? You don't cheap yep. out on tires, don't cheap out on your bed, you don't cheap out on shoes, right? Yep. Stuff like that. I think like added to the list of things you should not spare the expense on is toilet paper. Yeah. Yes. Like. I re we worked at the little store together. It no longer exists. Yep. It was owned by some other company now. But when we worked there, so when I started working there, they had like legitimately like good toilet paper, right? Yep. And then they switched to that it was sixteenth ply. Yeah. Like barely like I'm trying to think of like what's something that cut people cut crazy thin. Um tomatoes when they're demonstrating a sharp knife. <laughs> you know you know those like clear things you put over a tattoo after you get them? Sanitarium. That's like the thickness of this thing. It's like you might as well not have had anything on there at all. Yep. Anyway, they switched to that and like I swear 
it might cost one quarter as much, but you use 40 times more. You it. really do. You do. So you're not actually saving anything. You're just using okay. miles of it. Yep. Okay. I have fired up Mythbusters, and I was <laughs> going through and watching some episodes. This is a, still a tangent. Uh, sorry, everybody. And they did the stupid one. I still I watched the episode. I still think running in the rain is better than walking. I want them to find because then that by that logic, standing still is the best case because you're not moving at all. You know, like what is the optimal speed to travel at? And then? so the the thing is, it's de- it's determined by your time or distance, right? Like if you're like me and you're a slow runner, you might as well just walk anyway, right? Right. But if you're something like it, so. If you take something from... Ah, sorry, from, you got to read Brad's comment. I, that, there's a bunch of chat. <laughs> that okay, all right. We'll go back to chat. <laughs> so, like, it's like, if it's... Let's say it's normally one minute walk, 40 second run, you might as well walk. Because you're running into so many more things on the on the run, right? Yep. But if it's, like, a four minute walk or a two minute run, like, it might be starting to get, like, break even... You know, because, like, you're spending so much less time. Mm-hmm. It just depends on how fast you run versus... It's like speeding. How much time you save speeding. Yeah, there you go. A little distance, it's not worth it. I guess the amount, like, if it's, like, misting versus, like, I think, like, the the heaviness of the rain actually might impact it more, too. Because, like, if it's raining really hard, you're going to have more water to run into to get yes. wet. Whereas, like, if it's misting, it's, like... They did the driving in the rain in a in a, in a convertible while it's down or whatever thing. Yeah. And like the faster you go, the better it is or whatever, which seems counterintuitive to the running versus walking in the rain. Right. Or whatever. And I think like people don't care if it's their front or their top that's wet. Right. And I think that's the big difference between running through the rain or stand and walking through the rain. Like if you walk through the rain, it's more going to be like head, shoulders. Mm-hmm totally drenched whereas like if you're running through the rain you have more chance of getting torso wetness but less overall wetness yeah i can i all that like all that to say is like <laughs> whichever way you're screwed so maybe yeah. it doesn't matter yeah. right find a newspaper and hold it over your head <laughs> right uh anyways i don't know what that was a tangent off of we were talking about tp and then the tp was a tangent off i mean i know we left off on kara's movie but uh we were i, we, finished, I, we were I finished the movie okay. review so let's see. I'm glad you came and said that that was from the protector because I was like, I do not know that scene. Almost the same movie. That's a yeah. That's a. That's it, it, it's a great scene for what yep. it's worth. Um, I'll have to watch it. Speaking, nobody. I don't think did anybody redeem a wheel spin last week. No. What? You no, guys know one more do, movie review. We don't want to do a Lego walk. The Lego um, walk isn't they got up. rid of Kara Lego walk and now says Jeremy Lego walk on You're two so slots. Swanky. Okay, so did you say that Swanky said that I know the blind make glasses for the VA? They probably do. <laughs> <laughs> they probably do. That's hilarious. And then Cam said Jeremy have him pull up the Lego Tiger. What's the Lego Tiger? Oh, if you can, if it's easy for you, pull up the Lego Tiger and show Lego off tiger? The, the rear view of the Lego Tiger. Wait, like the Lego Tiger that I have? No, the, the year the tiger t- one, the Lego tiger we saw at Micro Center. Oh, Micro Center. Yes, there's a Lego tiger at Micro Center. Hmm, okay. Um, we need to, every year on the Chinese for the Chinese New Year we need to get the free because we have the because now I've got the ox and the right, so what do and I the tiger. At here? Uh, look at his butt. Yeah, <laughs> that's the image. Can you? Cam wants it? everybody to see that. 
Yeah, th- th- it's up. People can see it. Oh, I can't. It's that's a, too it's little. A, it's a carrot. They, the Lego tiger, they actually put a piece for his butt. <laughs> Is there a way for me to... Oh, I see it. That's hilarious. That little red, red dot. Yes, that's his <laughs> butt. That's it's hilarious. Everybody oh my gosh. poops. There's a book about that. Carrie, your microphone is like bomb bad in your face. That's fine. You look like Wilson from Home Improvement. Home Improvement. I'm just gonna uh, sit like this the rest of the podcast. Uh, yeah, Dave. It's a or not Dave. Bradsworth. Brad says box of leaves. Genuine Joe. We said that. Uh, Dave said heading down to the music fest. Catch the rest of the stream Monday. Have a good night, everybody. Down to Jesus fest. <coughs> Sorry. Um, Swanky says military TP is horrendous with the amount of money that goes into the military. You'd think they'd be able to not skimp on TP. I wish. Then Brad said, genuine Joe, if you don't have hemorrhoids, you will. Or your money back. (laughs) That made me laugh my butt off because my butt is sore from this last week at work using genuine Joe. Genuine Joe for when your in-laws are in town. (laughs) (laughs) How to get people to not overstate You bring up a good point. Like people talk, like you know how like when you have a cold and you're blowing your nose a lot, like your yeah. nose gets raw. Yep, that could happen to the mud button it, to the tiger <laughs> Lego stud. I own- <laughs> your Lego stud will go from pink to red. <laughs> it will. Mine is from the stupid genuine Joe. It hurts right now when I wipe. Poor Jimmy. It's true. Getting old sucks. That's really Your job just gets worse and worse. How long? Have you, so how long have you been on this new issued toilet paper? For about a week, week and a half. I'm gonna have to bring rolls from home. There's just no doubt about it. Just bring a single roll and just carry it with you to the bathroom. Just bring the four squares that everyone apparently only needs throughout the course of a day. Right. I, so I don't know why. This is the tangent time. So I've been like. I used to like turn on like a TV show or a movie or something like that to like fall asleep, and now I've just been like going on YouTube and just like hitting play and just let it go play all right. Okay, and somehow autoplay has just been feeding me like tons of like hour long like Reddit compilation videos where it's like just like the Autobot reading yeah. like the Reddit posts basically, yep. and so it's like sure they're in, they're entertaining, but it's literally people just stealing other people's work <laughs> basically right. for whatever. Don't you don't need to read that. Pay attention to what I'm saying. All right. Sorry. So, anyway, the, I already forgot what the thing was. Oh, yeah, I was distracted Autobot. by you reading. Oh, okay, Autobot, a Reddit strolling by. That's uh, that's not what the point was. I can't remember what the thing was. Oh, the point of it was so you, when you're relaxing at night, you put on YouTube and you let, and then you've been watching a lot of Reddit posts, and then yeah, it's gone. Crap. I'm so sorry. Like literally going like me. <laughs> I'm so distracted. Okay. I can't It'll see. come back to you. So I, here's what I want to say. First of all, Cam said a while ago, I literally saw talcum powder or baby powder. And I read that as laser pointer. So I thought, <laughs> how is a laser pointer going to help me with red butt? It, it dries it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, isn't talcum powder and baby powder the same thing? Probably. I don't. Think you're su- there's something that the, they recommended not using baby powder for babies for a while there, and it may have been because it was talcum powder. Baby powder is a common name for talcum powder. Okay, there's something in baby powder that they recommend that they don't recommend you use it anymore for babies. They recommend you use like Aquaphor or whatever if your baby has diaper rash. Did, can you please read Brad's comment, or is it that bad? 
Uh, what derailed no, mission it's accomplished? Funny. Oh no, the, I'll, I'll read it. Hold on a second, actually. I'll do it. I'll do it even extra fancy here. Let me go. Are you gonna do voice changer? And I need to go. Big map. Okay. Genuine Joe. Cloak Walker. Sorry. Ever wonder what chapped page feels like? Try Genuine Joe. Do the other one. (laughs) What? Do the other one. Box of leaves one or whatever. Oh, okay. Hold on. This takes me a second to toggle between these, so. Okay, so that's the comments. <laughs> the love, love, this one. Genuine Joe, if you don't have hemorrhoids, you will. Your money bear. <laughs> Where's that? It's a box of leaves. Genuine Joe. No one need to just do their ad campaign for me. No company. Well, they need to sell more product. That's a shame. I did remember what my thing was. So I'm watching the, watching the stupid Reddit compilation videos, and people are like, What's a weird house rule that either you had or somebody had? Please, that you didn't... not the poop knife. What? No. Okay. No. 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 Um, but there's so many people that <laughs> there's so many people that would toilet paper ration, and like so, like people are like yeah, I went over to so and so's house or whatever, and every time I had to go to the bathroom, they say, do you need to do number one or number two? And they would give you the number of squares they thought was necessary. No way. Here's the thing, though. There are marker poops, and then there are unicorn poops, or and then regular poops. But if there's a marker poop, you use exponentially more toilet paper. Yeah, than you no, like, would. The, 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 there's a reason there are memes out there for like after you've wiped X times and it still comes up, whatever. That's a marker. Yep. You know, so it's like it's like you're literally wiping a marker. Yeah, exactly. It's and then the like, unicorn. I mean, you have ones where it's like you wipe and there's just nothing. It's clean. Yep. How does that happen? So, I, those and, are the best. What is it? Uh, I can't really like, so, you know, Poseidon's kiss is right. Yeah. Water yep. pumps up. Yeah. So I think th- so somebody was started calling it Poseidon's gift. Oh, if oh my gosh. Went to the bathroom. It didn't, it was like clean when you were done. That's oh, okay. So funny. <coughs> Sorry, everybody that we are talking about this, but it's Poop real life. And butts. It is real life. It is Healthy poos or unicorn poos. <laughs> <laughs> so. Anyways, okay. All right. Do we want to talk about Buzz Lightyear or Sim video games? Uh, let's do Sim video games first. So I, I don't know where this spawned from. So but Power Washing Simulator has been out there. You guys know Kara's um, stream uh, House Slipper. And then there was one other Sim game. Oh, uh, I played another game. Um, it's like construction Sim. It's really fun. You build a house. Like you frame it up and do Yeah, you actually thing. like dig the foundation. Why did you play that? Put the rebar I in. for a while. I remember I was like doing the Japanese house in, uh, over in Japan. And I like I did one in Canada. I'd cut all the logs and lumber up, made a log house. I a thousand percent do not remember you, you remember playing this. No. I probably blocked it from your I memory. will interrupt to say that there's a YouTuber I follow called Real Civil Engineer that does play a lot of these simulator games. Yeah. And like, <laughs> obviously... As like a joke, he's like doing stuff really terribly because like he was like a drainage and like road engineer okay. for like a decade, right? So he knows how all this stuff works. So like sometimes he'll drop actual nuggets. It's like, oh, the reason this is twisted like this is so blah, 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 blah. Or like this is built like this to stop whatever. And then there's other times like, and this is how you use a forklift and he like backflips it upside down or whatever. <laughs> and it's like, and then you just leave it there because it's not your problem anymore. That's the builder's <laughs> problem. And then leaves. <laughs> That's great. Anyway, so it's like I've, I've been exposed to 
Probably the entire rainbow of these simulator well, games. And then Farm Sim I was addicted to for a while. Like legitimate farming simulator 2020 or whatever, right? Remember that? I'd set the com I'd go grab the combine and then I'd like the, the harvester I'd put This the was right out. after Jeremy watched uh, Clarkson Farms. Which season two just wrapped. And Jeremy, after watching Clarkson Farms, decided he wanted to move to a farm yeah, dude, because he thinks it's easy. You would be easy. miserable. You would be miserable. I, I, I spent summers on my grandparents' actual farm. It would. It is not. It's not even close to You farm. are up at like four, five in the morning. If you had millions of dollars to waste making a reality show about how bad you are at farming, it's one thing. Yeah. <laughs> but if it's something where you're taking your actual money and trying mm -hmm. to make money doing it, it would be. Mm -hmm. the most stressful, most difficult work you've ever done in your life. I agree, <laughs> but also my current job sucks just as much. No. Yeah, but you, I guarantee you, you're not, like, you wouldn't make as much as your current job doing <laughs> hobby farming. Doing uh, way uh, let more me grab work. a little bit of Chad here. All right. So, hello, Tiffany. Welcome to the chat. Hey, girl. Um, uh, Cam says, real civil engineer is awesome. He is awesome. Hello, fellow engineers. Um, and Swanky's so playing Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. All right. Excellent game. <laughs> Brad's coming up with, <laughs> with more genuine more Joe. Genuine. When your neighbor needs a good TPing, try Genuine Joe. Yeah, break their window. <laughs> break their window. like sort of scratchy brick. If you need window. to strip the paint off your neighbor's car, Genuine right. Joe. That's so funny. Just get some Genuine Joe for your sandpaper. Who needs actual sandpaper? Um... Okay, so sim games. So, so, so these sim games have been kind of like taken over. And so um, I got a Steam email. It was like, hey, Car Mechanic Simulator 2021 is out. And I was like, they've been trying to get me to buy this game for years. Do you know what did it? It was the free. Mazda RX-7 oh. DLC along with the Porsche DLC. Oh, Restore junked out Porsches and Porsches and RX-7s and everything else under the sun. So I picked this game up, and I'm having a blast. So then on Game Pass, for free, they came out with but Cooking free. Simulator. So Kara, tell us about Cooking Sim. Cooking Sim is fun. I enjoy it. So you, you, what? What? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut you off. I'm sorry. You talk. Thank you. Good grief. I was going to talk about your Ukrainian borscht. Oh, okay. And the food that. critic. But go ahead and look at how mad she got. Go ahead. You tell your story. That's stupid. Okay, anyway, so you start out the now game. Now Brownie's talking. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know what? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, okay, so it's a good game. It's fun. I tried it on Xbox first, and it sucked because you kind of had to be accurate about with things. And nope. So we, ooh, wheel spin. Uh, so we uh, ended up downloading on the computer. It was free. So I've been playing on the computer. But you start out, you get this restaurant that's in shambles. So you have to like fix everything up before you can even start. And then you get three recipes and you basically cook for people. So you have to grab all the ingredients. You have to chop them up. You have to boil them, throw potatoes in, you know, get the fish and cook everything. And so you do that for a few days and then they're like, hey, a critic is coming in and uh, we're going to do a special dish for him. So the recipe I got, I've been getting like four and a half, five stars on every single one of my dishes because I'm amazing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I th it was a new recipe called simple Ukrainian borscht. I think that's how you say it. And I make it exactly how the dumb thing says to make it. I make sure my my measurements are spot on because hey, it's a critic. I want to be perfect, right? 
and I send it out, this perfect dish. And that stupid son of a beehole gave me a two and a half. Oh. He said it was too salty, too peppery, and. Does that not sound exactly like Kara, though? Too salty and too <laughs> I peppery? Fire <know>. Nation. <laughs> and he said it tastes too much like chicken broth, but I followed the stupid recipe to a freaking T. It probably wanted you to freestyle a little bit. I. Okay, so here's. Okay. Here's the thing you can level up recipes. So here's the And fun this is thing a new one. From my point of view. Okay. Kara finally admitted it today. She's supposed to be ha- I have fun whether I'm getting challenged in a video game or not. Kara gets stressed in these games. So I'm, on- I'm same thing. Like if I'm steamrolling something or if I'm like grinding against a puzzle, either way, it's a great time. I'm having a good time. So Kara just said it's too much like like input or whatever. She takes it so seriously. Well, well, no. Okay. So I'm playing my game. Chip is like crawling up on the couch, trying to crawl all over me. There's sounds going on everywhere. It's just like, I am like overstimulated right now. And I just, I need to stop. I need to stop something. I can't stop chip. Jeremy was in the kitchen cooking. You can stop. You just got to hold the pillow down really hard. (laughs) (laughs) No, I would do it to myself before chip. Uh, Um, So, so, okay. So let's rewind a little bit. I have to, okay. So, these, the, I, what they decide to be realism and what they decide to give you a little bit of creative licensing in these games is what is really interesting to me. Yeah. So, for example, you, she throws salmon or trout on the stove and the filet is cooking. Now she has to boil the potatoes. So she puts the potatoes in. You can put the potatoes in the water by hand. You cannot take them out by hand. I had to watch Kara with an Xbox controller use fine motor detail to extract. She goes, I can't pull the potatoes out of the water. And she's trying to use her hand. So I'm you like, take use a, a utensil. She uses a flat. That's all I had. She used, literally all I had. She, uh, the, the thing and like a, a hamburger flipper. It was yeah. literally all I had. It was and just so, a spatula. And so I'm trying to balance this round potato. And it's ripping off. Because <laughs> it hits the ground. It doesn't deduct any points. It won't let her use her hand. To grab it out of boiling water, but she could drop it on the ground and not. And then I point. took the spatula, I picked the potato up off the floor, and I put it back on the dish and served it. <laughs> but they, even for realism, you know, plating is an important thing. I don't think they judge you on your plating. They don't. But they do want you to like use fine motor detail and like a little laser dot comes down. You have to like drop it on the plate, right? And so she was like too far. I'm imagining right. the laser dot from a sniper rifle. Oh, uh, it's what, <laughs> That's it, kind of what it is. You know, and you can like dribble this. And then she was going to go dump her soup. And I just hear, oh crap. I'm like, what? She goes, well, I meant to just dump the soup out. She threw the whole thing away. You buy I your threw pots and the pans. pot away. You buy and your you, pots and pans. In real life, you could just go to the dumb garbage, grab the dump they pot. They don't want you selling people garbage. Soup. I served somebody floor potato. Yeah. But, so she lost it. Then she ran into the wall with a plate. You, and it broke. The hitbox detected and it broke the plate. I've broken. Don't be running with your plates. I've broken two plates and I've broken a bottle of sunflower oil. And then the best part is if you serve the customer a bad dish, they steal your plate. 
So that's the thing. It's like you you made this much for a tip. You made this much for the base price and customer return plate. So you don't lose $4. Oh, funny. And it was like, okay, who's going to like, I'm so mad. I'm just going to take this with me. Like, so I can have a mismatched plate in my household. People steal yes. dishes. I know that's a thing they do from restaurants. They I steal, have stolen a dish. They, see, they steal glassware. I, my parents still have a dish from the, the first college I went to. I didn't steal it. Somebody put it in my car and I just never returned it. Um, but it, so I just, what makes this game, like what they depict as realism just cracks me up. Cause you can like dribble your soup and we've played a game. I think you're assuming it was like overcooked where you could like go to the dumpster or the garbage can and like yeah. interact and it would dump what well, was on the plate. Well, some things you can, like if you go, if you hold your plate, you go to the garbage, you can click to dump it and it will just dump out whatever's in the plate. But you can't do it with the pots and pans, apparently. You're like, I don't need this $500 pot. Just get rid of it. Is it actually $500? No, I think it's like 40 or something okay. like that. But still, like, you only start out with like $500. And that is to, well, you do end up getting like $2,300. But you still have to fix, you have to fix your gas stove, two st- two ovens, two deep fryers. It's, it's and one then of those- you have to buy all of your stuff, your pots, your pans, your utensils. And it's like, it's one of those games and it, and it punished her immensely. And here's, what's really funny. So, oh yeah. So here's what's funny. That so, critic. So you start off with like $200 and it says, Oh, you got to fix your stove and it's going to take yep. forever. Hire the good one. So Kara's scrolling through and it's 200 coin to have them fix your stove in like 30 seconds. Yeah. And it's only 20 coin to have them take two and a half minutes. So Kara picked the, the cheap one. one and it broke the game. It was like, she oh, this is taking saying, oh, forever. It's so long. This is so Pick long, someone. so long. So I said, Kara, I bet you it's one of those dumb tutorials where when you do the thing they tell you, then they just reimburse you. Yeah, they you. give the money back. But I hate when they do that because it's, like it's not like, letting you. It's, it's like games, like freemium games. It's like spend some premium currency yeah. to progress to the next thing. It's like. I don't need to. I can just wait the four hours. Yes. But it won't let you just do this. So you have to spend that premium yep. currency that they give you. So it's like it's, they're trying to like they're, sucker you in. Yep. Yeah. Um, but so that was. And so anyways, the, back to the. So she's dumping the potatoes in the plate. Meanwhile, it's like going, you know, klaxon. Rear, rear. Her, her trout was burning. So then it, she was like, and then it like shows you, you know, like you can like there's burnt and there's charred, you know, so it's like you can fill up the burn bar too much and it's completely charged. But I just had to laugh. Anyways, the customer was happier with the burnt trout than the food critic was with like perfectly served Ukrainian. Bullshit. That's probably because critics are dicks. They, oh, are. they made the movie Chef. It reminded me of the movie that Cam recommended Chef. So excellent movie. Speaking of critical food people. I don't know why I never put this together. Do you remember the name of the former police chief of Duluth? Not oh, Mike Tuscan? No. No, I don't know the one before him. No, the one like that literally just stepped down like a couple oh, weeks ago. That was Tuscan. Chief Tuscan. Who'd you think it was? Are you sure? He's a Tuscan Raider. Well, so now, well, maybe it was the one before him then. Anyway, it was Gordon Ramsay. Oh, he he's on, he's in the running now to be police chief. Sheriff. Sheriff. Okay. He's running for sheriff. He now. moved. He was off somewhere, some other state, and he came back. 
I'm well, assuming okay, the girls so at work so were maybe, talking about so, it because they know so him. So it was a while ago then, but the, one of our former police chiefs is named Gordon Ramsay. That's really yeah, funny. Yeah, it is And I just think it'd be hilarious. Like, so it's like, oh, so all you need to do is just drive around with two pieces of bread in your passenger seat. If he pulls you over, be like, idiot sandwich, and then you get out away for free. <laughs> do you know how funny that would be? I'm sure he would get real annoyed. What are you? <laughs> An idiot sandwich. Speeding sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so that was, I've like immensely enjoyed watching. And then there's, you know, there's a sense of urgency, you know, you gotta like, you know, you have to cook the potato, otherwise you've only got so much time and then people get mad and walk up and leave. So you, yeah. uh, it has, it gets that real kitchen experience and it's been, so it's like, I don't know. I know House Flipper hadn't been super popular with streaming and like, oh, hello there, Mike. Brad has said in the past, Hey, Stream whenever, and I think Cam said stream whenever. I, maybe should, Kara should fire some of these up on the streams, but um, the cooking sim has been really c- class act because it's it's really funny. She gets stressed. I'm not going to say angry. She gets stressed. I think that that's the most fun to watch. I agree. When somebody gets stressed. I agree. The, the reason that Rage Quit was a thing is because he, Michael Jones would get so mad so at the dumbest mechanics of stupid games. That he would Rage Quit? Yeah, like I, I, from from what I could tell, he's like the guy who invented the term rage quit. That's funny. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, we could. So if, if he didn't, he def- popularized. I've it. definitely rage quit games. Oh, Destiny. Uh, I'm trying to think. Forbidden West. Did I? Did I rage quit? Probably. Forbidden West? Yes, yes, you did. Because there was like eight dinosaurs you had to kill, and you're like on top of an arena. And you like worked on him for forty minutes, and then oh, yeah. that mammoth one shot you down, and you fell to your death. <laughs> Brad always writes in Hunter S. Thompson for sheriff. What? <laughs> um, Disrailed, derailed. So, do we want to talk about Lightyear? I do. I just want so the other sim thing, car racing or car mechanic sim. I pulled the trigger on, and that one I've just been enjoying, and, and it, it's fun. You you can like. Expand your garage, and then you can get a brake lathe to then save money on your brake jobs because you can turn the lathe down. And then now I, there's a mini game I can repair parts. So the calipers you can like rehone out, but you you know you hit space. It it's fun. You balance your. It's like a little timing game. Yeah, it's a and these little mini games when you repair the parts. And but that game is very much focusing on your budget of running an auto shop. And if you've worked with commercial shops before, you realize a lot of commercial mechanics sometimes don't pay their bill. Like they charge to the auto stores and then auto stores have to cut them off. There, there are definitely a couple notorious yes. offenders. And so that's a very big factor in this is it's like you don't have a lot of markup on parts and stuff like that and you're, and you're not making a bunch of labor in this game because you know you don't have an option to set that. So you gotta, it works out, but it's kind of fun. So like labor is basically the only place they can make money. Exactly, exactly. It's like, and which makes sense. It's like their time is their expertise and everything. Yeah. But and so this one's kind of fun because it's about balancing <laughs> a budget. So you you choose jobs. So I've had to. Um, there's story cars. You you have to do everything that's wrong with the car. The ones that are part of the main storyline. Like if it's broke, you have to fix it. So if it's like it needs a new crankshaft and new piston rods and rings and everything, you have to tear the whole motor down and go through it. Is it when, timed at all? Or? No, it's not timed. Thank goodness. So then what ended up happening is I didn't have enough money to even like buy the replacement part. So I had to pull the car off the lift and then take a couple brake jobs to get enough money in order to like, cause oil changes, you seriously do an oil change. You only get like 40, do- 40 money. Well, that's how much an oil change costs in real life. Yeah, but a brake sensor, an ABS module for a car, if you're going to replace it until you finish the job is 900 money in the game. So I would have to legitimately do 20 
oil changes to be able to replace one ABS module. Sounds on like real car. life. It's insane. I mean, that I'm trying to think about my ABS. My ABS sensor is part of my hub assembly, so it's like 190 bucks. Yeah. It, in the, in this one, it's, it, yeah, it's it's weird what they decide to make cheap and expensive. Like in the electrician simulator thing, there's some things like, oh, this part's eight cents. This part's twelve dollars. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tony says uh, power washing power washing simulator is the best. David Cruz is the whole thing. Can you, I, is, can I spoil? Can you spoil a power washing simulator? Game? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure Tony's beaten the whole thing too. So at the end, you power wash a pyramid, and then there's like a hidden gem, and if you power wash it and clean it aliens come and abduct you or something it's kind of cool funny and then you have to like go. i clean thought that there was temple. like there were like moon levels and stuff too yeah no they do they like abduct you and then you like go clean their temple on the moon yeah it's kind of fun so yeah again i've seen a bunch of it on youtube okay um so, so yes yeah, sim sim games have been taken so if you guys want us to stream these sim games let us know oh there's so there's one called gas station simulator i've been debating about playing no way and so here's the thing all all these simulator games are literally built on the exact same platform that's why they all look and play the exact same way so it's just like it's just tweaking like what's the actual thing that you're doing it's like oh are you flipping a house are you changing the brakes on a car are you power washing some guy's butt (laughs) so anyway so gas station simulator it's literally like an old like Route 60. Like, imagine the, the city from cars, the yep. gas station there, and you have to turn it into a profitable gas station. Oh, cool. That's cool. So Just hire Lightning McQueen. Jeremy yeah. might like that uh, power washing his butthole more than <laughs> you gotta, genuine you turn Joe's. turn from red to pink. <laughs> if you want to know what it's like to power wash your butt, try genuine Joe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Bradsworth. <laughs> Brothel sim. <laughs> Jeez. You don't just have to turn just on play Witcher 3. That's all I've got to say. Or um, Cam said Grand that some Hedato of the fuses he deal yeah. with deals with cost three or four hundred dollars, but like he is in very specific industry yeah. where they can get away with charging ridiculous rates like right. that. Um, I want to talk about Lightyear. All right, All right. so let's talk about Lightyear. So fr- from what I know about Lightyear, uh, it just wasn't well received in theaters. I'm assuming, right? Like, yeah. I don't know. It just it didn't. Uh, maybe Do it was overshadowed by Top Gun, but um, it came out on Disney Plus. And Karen and I were like, let's check it out. Um, so Chris, I don't know. 190 million it earned worldwide, which is pretty low compared to like the billions that a lot of these things have yeah. made. Well, yeah. I feel Maverick like two, 250 made... is like the new low. Yeah, like like when we were growing up, something making 100 million bucks was like, holy, that did pretty good. Yeah. Yep. I, I think I, yeah, 250 is probably, I agree. Like that's, it was worth them to make it. That's like the new standard. Yep. Maverick made over a billion. That does not surprise me. And then I think coming in second was um, I, Latin Operation Force has actually posted a picture of the um, earnings, and I think second was Jurassic World. It came in at nine, like nine and a half billion. So it was one point three five billion that Maverick made, and I think Jurassic World came in at like nine seven five million. I think there's only that nine and a half million. Or er, nine hundred and fifty million. Sorry, I only have domestic domestic box office. Okay, it this was worldwide. This is global box office. Um, but domestic Top Gun did six sixty eight million. Doctor Strange did four eleven. Jurassic World Dominion did three seventy two. The Batman did three sixty nine. Let's see if I can. Minions Rise of Gru, which I didn't even know was out, did yeah, three hundred fifty million. You can rent it up from Prime. 
That's really sad that it, Lightyear did worse than all of those. So, Chris, I got to... Lightyear okay. came in at 11 domestically. How do we want to do this? Okay, here's here's the list. Sorry. Okay. That yeah. Latin Operations Force is posted. So, Top Gun, Maverick, globally made $1.35 billion. Jurassic World, $960 million, which still, it blew my mind that Maverick made $750 million more that can't than be, Jurassic that World. That can't be right, because Thor Love and Thunder never aired yet, did it? Yeah, it did. Yeah, it's been it out has. for it's a few weeks. few weeks, yeah. Really? Yep. yep. With Chad May? Yep. yep. Buff Padme? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Uh, Doctor Strange, $954 million. I wanted to see it. The Batman, $770 million. Minions Rise of Gru, $761 million, and Thor Love and Thunder, $704 million. But, the, okay. I mean, the fact that Top Gun... So, what was, what was Top Gun's number again? One, $1,350,000,000. So, it made $400 million more than Jurassic World. Jurassic World... Okay. Yeah, here... here yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah only $400, yeah. Million okay, more. $400 million only $400 sorry. Million more. I was eyeing that wrong. Yeah, $400 million. But that's still a lot of money. That's a lot of money. I mean, that's four times as much as Lightyear made. Jeez. <laughs> and the difference between the two of them. That's what's yeah. insane. Just mind boggling. Anyway. Tom, Tom Cruise doesn't need any more money. By the movie was fantastic. Do you think he gets a percent of the gross as part of his no. fee? No. Oh, maybe nowadays. I don't know. I know. For a while, when Arnold Schwarzenegger was the top name in town, 20% of the gross. No way. That's, he, so it was, I think it was 10 million plus 20% of the gross. Wow. Outrageous number, but every movie we was in was a half billion dollar movie. Yeah. That's insane. So. Do you want, pray I might watch tonight. The new Predator movie is out on Hulu and I think it's getting really good reviews. Oh. I've not seen, I've only seen Prometheus. Predator one and two are both very good. I was gonna say if if on a wheel that was reminding me we oh, camel yeah, wheel spin. We, we still, we oh still yeah, let's do a wheel spin. spin. Let's do it. Uh, somebody's gonna make Kara watch Predator now that they know you haven't watched Predator. You don't have to make Kara watch that one. We'll watch that one willingly. Is that Pictionary? Yeah. All right. Um, uh, Swanky, if you're still watching, if anybody that's watching is on Discord, DM me something to draw. Cam's on Discord, isn't he? He was one that redeemed it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, this is Cam. Yeah, Cam, DM me something to draw so Karen and Jeremy have to try and figure it out. And then I got to try and figure out how to see. Are you prepared for this? It's only going to take me but a moment here. Okay. Can I? What eat? were we talking about before? Otherwise, well, light year, but I wanted to. I really want to hear Chris's opinion of it. Doot, doot, doot. Just kidding. Well, anyways, Kara and I, so we're mm-hmm. gonna, we'll just talk about it for a minute. Uh, I really liked it. It was, I did it too. was completely different than what I thought. So mm-hmm. there was a Lightyear cartoon show, and then we only seen Buzz Lightyear, voiced by Tim Allen, mm-hmm. in Toy Stories movies, mm-hmm. other than, you know, other than the cartoon mm-hmm. show. And, and he's silly. Like, he, even in the movie, he's like got stickers, and he's not. Yep. He's just funny. Like, He's a toy oh, that takes himself way too seriously. Way too seriously. And so I didn't know what to expect. I literally expected, like, uh, over-the-top Chuck Norris-style space <laughs> western thing, you know? Yeah. And what I got was a mini interstellar that just yeah. happened to be Buzz Lightyear-themed. It There's was good. Physics. It, re- it just it fills the niche for every—or that little feeling— for every mm-hmm. type of space science and fiction 
The Expanse, Interstellar. Oh, here we go. Um, Road. No. <laughs> phase three electricity. Phase Butts. one electricity. Lunar landing. Tatooine. Jurassic Park. No. Garden. I, I'm better drawing than this. I will say I'm trying to like make it a little bit harder for you guys. Oh, thanks. What's that? I said thanks. Those look like plants. <laughs> I did. I'm, I'm actually going to undo that. I, I think they look more like the thing they're supposed to be like this. Okay. Um, ATAT legs. Spiders? S slugs. Snails? Salt on snails. That's obviously legs. A no, pee -pee. you did not just do that. I'm just doing the prompt. I mean... I don't think I can say the answer. I think you're going to get it in a second here. Blue Origin? Is it Jawa's Palace? Lighthouse? So what's Jeremy thinking... A penis. You can't say that. And so what was your answer, Kara? A, a lighthouse? So. A pen light? If you put your answers together. A penis lighthouse? There you go. A very phallic lighthouse. <laughs> <laughs> Cam. So these are supposed to be the waves. You know, like oh there's like a shoreline. These are just a couple of rocks. You know oh how rocks have like stubble on them <laughs> and you know how lighthouses have like cracks in them sometimes? oh my god <laughs> can this go on cat seven? Oh, this totally can freedom of speech baby no way that totally can that's not even a question oh my gosh cam you are i'm glad that we finally got Somebody redeem another one. I no, want to we have to about light year. That okay. the mightiest, the, it's the mightiest lighthouse. <laughs> is that the prompt? No, oh. he, he said a very phallic shaped lighthouse was the prompt. Funny. That was the, I, I've been waiting for Pictionary to come up for so long just because I think that it's super fun to draw ridiculous things. <laughs> oh, look at Yay! Can we got another one? Yay! I've, I've got enough ammo on my personal account to do like seven wheel spins. So one of these days. Oh, and Tony redeemed a wheel spin, too. Jeremy explains science. All right, Cam, what science thing do you want explained? And, and while well, he types that in, I'm going to spin again. Yep. <laughs> Pictionary might just have to be its own crystal redeem, Chris, like the IMDb game. Oh, it was no! Oh, is that a Lego walk? Yes. All right, so do you want to spread out your own? No, Jeremy, you should spread out the Legos for Okara. All right. I'm wearing shoes today. That's fine. I'll I'll let you keep your socks on, I guess. Okay. There are two D2 socks. Why does everyone hate me? So it doesn't need to be too wide, Jeremy. For what it's worth, these are very thin socks. My, why, why? Hey, blame Tony. Tony, you suck. <laughs> Actually, I'm, I think I'm going to redeem one of my wheel spins. Might as well. Ready? Redeem. Yep, go for it. 
Hey, look at how people can see my face when I redeem a wheel spin. <laughs> ah, custom carry emote. Well, I already have one of those. If somebody has an idea for a custom emote, throw it in the thing and we'll do it. Swanky still hasn't told me what he wants. Oh, okay. Cam wants you to explain three-phase versus single-phase power, Are Jeremy. Are you serious? So explain that while Kara walks, and then here's the mic for you, Kara. <laughs> By the way, I purposely tilted some upright to be extremely vile. Oh, no, that's... You get cheating, Ravicles. No, I put some up. No, like, she's actually going to get... Need to get a... T- smoothly well with Oh. <laughs> oh, it's not so bad with some. We want our money back. Oh man, I might have I might have to refund that one. We're, okay, we need a technical difficulty emote. Technical difficulty. He's, Brad has been requesting that forever, so now he that that's officially what we're gonna. Is officially it. All right, Jeremy explains science. I'm in so much trouble because I just learned this last night. Oh my. God. I want to talk about buzz. So talk about buzz. I can't. I got to talk about phases of electricity. Oh. <laughs> Do people still hear us when the stream's frozen? Yes. Okay. All right. Since you have no choice but to listen to me, Cam and I spent a while on the phone last night, and he was just explaining the difference between one phase and three phase. Fart phase. Electricity. <laughs> I am a little bit skewed because I view electrical current through the eyes of a home system. So you have two poles come in. Each one is 120 AC coming in. And, you know, you can have 110, you know, off of one and then 120 off of another. So in the terms of electrical engineering, one phase is you have one hot. That's me. Just kidding. (laughs) And one ground. And it's like a phase to complete a circuit. So it's one thing. One pop, one feed to complete a circuit. Three phase is there's three to complete one circuit is the best that I can do right now. <laughs> I hope I'm even remotely close. Oh, what the heck? The snap thing is finally working now. I just nice. had to reject gyms because it wasn't working, but now it finally it's we've it, it's really hammering in my nose. <laughs> okay, so technical difficulty emote Kara's got to make. Are we going to finally be able to talk about Buzz before the podcast yes. ends? So you listen to emote. No technical difficulty. Technical difficulty emote. That's the one you're making. Oh, technical okay. difficulty. Brad's been requesting it forever. Okay, Chris, you tell us what you think about Lightyear. All right, so Jer- Jeremy. Was very excited to have seen it. I, I was actually planning on watching it last night, but then I watched a different movie over at Tim's house that I can't remember the name of, but it was really good. I, I don't know why I can't remember the name. Anyway, so I watched it today, like right before the podcast. And so I was on the phone with Jeremy when I started it. And the opening of the movie sets up, it's like in 1995, Andy received a Buzz Lightyear toy. It was like a whatever, blah, blah, blah from his favorite movie. This is that movie. And it's like, okay. And like, completely unnecessary. That has nothing to do with the rest of the movie. <laughs> so I wasn't ever. wrong when I said No, you were 100% that. right with that. And then, like, so the thing starts, and it's like, I, I, I'm not going to do a blow-by-blow blow on the thing. But, like, I was excited to see, like, classic-looking Buzz Lightyear. Super excited about it or whatever. They do the thing, and they're like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And then they, they set up, like, his, like, character flaw. Like, he doesn't trust people that aren't experienced. He takes all the burden yep. on himself or whatever. Yep. 
And then he blames himself for not being able to do an impossible task. Yes. Right. So now like he's like super worried about blah, 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 blah. And then he's like, he just, so he decides to take it on himself to do this whole thing. There's time travel elements involved, essentially really time fun. dilation elements. So essentially he's testing this rocket fuel essentially to try and be able to get them off of the planet and back to wherever the heck they were supposed to be going. Yep. And he's jumping forward. Like, I think it was like averaging like four years, but I, yep. I know there were different lengths depending on how fast he was going. Yep. So you could assume that maybe it started at four years and got progressively longer in between as he was getting faster speeds. But anyway, so like he, he never, he doesn't succeed. And then, so his friend who like, I think they set it up that like she was responsible for him being a ranger, but they were like more or less equals. It's you're correct. Yes. And then she ends up getting, and then, a she, yeah, and then she becomes like the commander of like the new base that they end up building because they're stranded on this planet or whatever. Um, the thing, the thing that hit me the hardest was her like hollow vid goodbye to him. I don't know yeah. what it was about that. It gut punched me so freaking hard. Like the idea of like, you lived your life and like and the, the theme of the movie, like I really like the theme of the movie is like, don't there's, there's a couple, but like the, the two big ones and the one like, especially revolving around this character is like, he thought that because he failed, everybody else's lives were ruined. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. And she showed that like people are adaptable and will do the best they can regardless of the scenario that they're in. Mm -hmm. And so it kind of shows this dichotomy of like, his expectation for what he's supposed to do and how he's supposed to carry himself and what the rest of the world is essentially. Yep. Right. So like she goes like, she gets married, she has kids, she has grandchildren that he ends up sort of encountering through like this mod. It's it, the montage secret reminded me of the beginning of up a little bit. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then she does this like hollow vid goodbye thing being like, it's like, he's like, you're like, you're awesome. And it's not your fault essentially. And they do the, the the whole, like, to infinity and beyond thing that they did or whatever. I was like, oh, yeah. like, she did that. I was like, no. I lost mm -hmm. it. Can I? Okay. So, first off, you invented the touchy infinity thing beyond down in L.A. with Chip. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> you did. So, that was kind of Chip a fun. Chip loves that game. That was kind of a fun thing for me. Um, I just wasn't expecting the time aspect. So up until the up until he takes his first test flight, you don't realize there's any actual science fiction elements involved. Yeah. Or the my, my favorite part of the science fiction elements. So then he does the mission, and even him like trying to get back on course. That whole thing was extremely well done. And then it had been four years. So when he when he left, everyone was focused on getting the heck off of this planet. Yep. And then when he came back, on the first time, four years had passed. That wasn't really their focus. Yeah, yeah they, they had shifted to like, we're building a society here. And he's like, no, I know you guys need to get off of the thing. Yep. Like, and that's almost like the perspective of time the, or the perspective that time gives you. The, his experience throughout the course of this is like a few days. Yeah. Yes. And this takes literally a hundred years of mm -hmm. everybody else's this time. life. Yes. So and they've like, moved on and he's still stuck on the idea that we need to get off. So, and then the person that replaces his friend as, like, the commander of the thing, like, he, he was such a cool dude. And he's like, laser defense system. Yep. <laughs> um, and, and, yeah, and, and so, yeah, he, he, goes, uh, he goes on these missions, and you can tell she wants him to stay, but she's mm -hmm. not going to hold him back. No, yeah, because she, she knows how much what he's doing means to him. Mm -hmm. So, enter the character Socks. The, the cat. only cat I truly love. That cat was hilarious. So, the meow, 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 meow sensor thing was 
amazing. Mm-hmm. The uh, laser pointer, I, like all the gags. So you asked me, is it there to uh, like actually cool or is it there to sell merch? And I said both. Yeah. What do you think? It, it definitely is there for both, but like he definitely has really, there, there's a point later in the thing where another character is conquering a fear of theirs. Yep. Where tragedy almost befalls socks. And I was about to be like, I, like, I was going to lose my mind. Me too. If something bad happened to him. And I was like, why do I care so much about this stupid cat? It was, it was a really cool addition. And the way to carry that, how that carried through the time travel, it just, they, they nailed all of those elements in my opinion. And it, it, like, this is a, if there's a fuel issue and then like, he's like, okay, do this. And I knew he was going to do it. Kara called it with the pen. Yep. That it was a smoking gun. Yeah, the like, Chekhov's gun. Um, and so anyway, so then we got these fun casts. So you have an old lady. So you have the granddaughter. A, a former convict old lady. She's hilarious. Australian dude who's just like ran. Like, I he, like he, all he the is, characters. He's shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Yes. That's literally it. Wait. The, not, the, not, not literally. Oh, not the, that, his character. Archetype. He just took Shaggy oh, from Scooby-Doo yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuck okay. him into this. Okay. Like, he's afraid. He doesn't want to be there. He doesn't have any useful skills necessarily. He's easily distracted by whatever. Yeah. I like that the um, ripcord thing, it was like, called like the, the quit button or something. Yeah, yep. The surrender. The, yeah, the surrender core. <laughs> and it's, it looked like a raspberry. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you never pull this. And they used it a lot. Oh, the way they used it, it was brilliant. Okay, like this is going to be, okay, if you're going to watch this tonight, Cam, probably don't listen to part. This is a spoiler for something that's not plot related, but something that bothered me until the end. And then I was like, that's actually super cool. So I'm going to give you a second to not listen. And then I'm going to say or the thing. It's okay going to take like it. 20 seconds. And I'll then make a big X when you can watch again. Mute now. Okay. When, so, cause like they told him to punch out earlier or whatever. And he was yeah. like, refused to punch out. And then when he hits eject and that's where he gets the freaking wings. Yes. That was like, oh, I was like, oh, it's so freaking awesome. It was like, there's Buzz Lightyear. I was like, yep. he finally realized that failure is fine. And yep. he actually, like, he's like fully upgraded now. He's full. And yep. like, I love the strapped on laser thing and yes. all that. Yep. It's like once he got those pieces. Because it's a little light mm-hmm. from the toy. Yep. You know, that is a late, you know, well, he, when he uses it on the guy in Toy Story, but it, it yeah. got added in at that point. Well, because like, at the end, that's all built in. They have yep. the, the jetpacks mm-hmm. built in yep. and the lasers built in and all that. But okay, we're good now. I just wanted to say that's, that was very satisfying for me. Um, yeah, all in all, it, it was, it exceeded my expectations. I didn't have a very high bar, but I'm just like, wow, this has. I want it to be a video game in the worst way. That was really. I would play that video game. The suit reminded me, like the Buzz Lightyear suit. I would never like again because the stickers and Toy Story and and how they treated it and the pop up, everything how they treated it in Toy Story, they made it work in this movie, which was really fun. And it just has this like Mass Effect. I would say it reminds me of like Samus a little bit. How like he could upgrades his suit. Yes, and you know Lightyear could easily be a multiplayer game. It could. Totally. Because there could be Hawthorne and, and, and Lightyear. And then when he goes off and does his own thing, then whatever. But then there's Socks and Lightyear. Huh? Oh, my, my burp. Sorry. It was oh, funny. there's Socks and Lightyear. And then there's the other three that you could choose from and Buzz. So that, well, the main person can go through as Buzz and then everybody, you can be the side characters. Yeah. yeah. Easily be multiplayer. So oh. good story. Great ending. Yeah. Uh, I, heard, I thought it was really good. The, so this, I will say that there's... Three post-credit scenes. We did not see any one. I don't think. Mm-mm. So we'll have to go back and watch them. Like, is the, that going to be a sequel? I would imagine so. I, I like so. 
here's the thing. Like, it might not have made enough money. It was like, so I disagree with the 5.8 rating it has on IMDb. I know. Same. That's why I never <laughs> listen to critics and reviews. Cause like, I love movies that critics hate. I'd say like, I would say at minimum, I would say this is like a 6.7. Yeah. I know like most minimum. people was like, if it's a seven or higher, it's a good movie. Yeah. Or whatever. Like I can see it's like, this is like, this straddles a weird line between like, I don't know if kids would know enough to be able to get all of the stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like at the very beginning when they're using like their weird, like fake lightsabers, to like cut stuff up. Like there's a decent amount of like, like bug gore. Yeah. That mm -hmm. might be a little too intense for younger kids, but then it's like. I feel like it's it was like it was not grown up enough for me for what I understand about everything. Yep. But like too grown up for like kids that are like younger than like twelve. So like there's a real sweet spot that this like would really land for people. Mm -hmm. I think. I think so. there's enough nostalgia for like our age yeah. though. Like it might not be adult enough, but there's like the nostalgia there because like Buzz does th throughout all of Toy Story. He's you know, thinks he's a space ranger and yeah. Uh, so I but. wish I would have been able to see it on the big screen. I'm not unless it's yeah. still playing places. But, it's not. Um, yeah, they pulled it right because it's yeah. not making money. So yeah, like if if it's not blowing the doors out of something, they give it like two or three weeks and it's out. Yeah, bummer. So and like the, I feel like I don't think it costs two hundred million dollars to make this movie. Right. You know, it's like, it's like, like they have some like legitimate like voice actors in there and stuff, but it's like, I, that's, this isn't a crazy expensive production. I could definitely see them making a sequel, especially like if you watch the post credit scenes for sure. Um, there's stuff in there. And I told you what the last post credit thing was. Yeah, I, I didn't even, I like when I heard about like, Oh, you're going to make a whole movie based off of this character's backstory or whatever. I wasn't, it, the character of Buzz Lightyear was great in Toy Story, mm -hmm. but he's got a purple thing, and then the boom, and then the you know it. He was a. Uh, um, Kara says when I like when she comes to me, I have too many tchotchkes on my desk. Mm -hmm. His suit was just like he's a silly, overdone like toy. Power Ranger toy thing. You he know? looks like a Space Marine from Starcraft to me. Yes, hmm. you know, or and you had brought up uh, Galaxy. Um, Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest at 1.2. Like, you know, just like silly space adventure, yeah. you know. And it was like the, taking itself seriously, but it worked for me. It it worked. I liked well, the sci-fi portion of it. The, I, I watched the Buzz Lightyear of Star Command, like, television show. And, like, honestly, the, like, there were more similarities to that than I thought there would be. So, like, the, there's no time travel elements or whatever. Right. But, like... Him like running around with a squad of people like doing missions in space or whatever like that like the TV show is more of like we're gonna go to this planet and defend these people or whatever right it was a little bit more of that style but yeah. like once he was like working together with the people and doing this and that or whatever it's like it felt very like in that groove suddenly so yeah. like there was so I like I I was ready having seen that and had the experience that I had with it and I enjoyed the show yeah. I was like, I can see what they could do with it, but then they took it a little bit different direction, so. It was fun. Yeah, there's a, I already told you, like, the the weird twist thing in there that I thought was, like, sort of broke canon for me a little bit. Yeah. But yeah. who knows if that was just, like, a throwaway line in the movie or not, but, like, if the one. Yeah. Yeah. Toy Story 2. The Toy Story 2 part, but mm -hmm. I don't know. Whatever. I was like, uh, so, 
And like I thought it was good. I think it's good enough for a sequel. Who knows if they'll make one or not? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was just a pleasant surprise. It was. I put. You know, it was like uh, Rescue Rangers was a pleasant surprise for me. That one was like, oh hey, that was a really yeah. good movie. I didn't know anything about it. I think. I mean, I like actually. And Rescue Rangers was really good. I actually might have liked Lightmare more than Re- Rescue Rangers, but it was fun to. It's I love when I don't have to pay for it. Like it was just a f- <laughs> Disney Plus. Here you go. Yep. Just watch yep. it. You don't have to. Do I love it when it bombs at the theater so I can watch it for free. free. So, um, who are we rating? Uh, David had asked C. Sam Fisher had asked for Loyal Moses because he's doing a giveaway tonight, so he's supposed to have a buttload of people watching. So okay. he said, "Raid Loyal." So I'm gonna get that ah, queued up here. Yeah, you should watch Rescue Rangers, Cam. It's worth watching. It's a cute movie. Yep. It's good. I like it. All right, so while this is queuing up, I don't know if we're going to get all the way through the intro before it actually goes to the raid or not, but I want to say thank you, everybody who's watching. I want to say I'm sorry to everybody who's listening only. You can always get over that and join us live on Saturday nights at twitch.tv slash rise the podcast. Or you can catch up on old episodes at youtube.com slash rise of the podcast. Our entire back catalog is there. You can enjoy every crazy story we've had for the last three and a half years. Uh, if you are watching on YouTube, don't forget to like the video and comment down below with what your thoughts about Lightyear were or what your top 10 planets of the Star Wars universe are. Either one of those things I'd be interested in talking to you guys more about. Uh, we had a lot of fun. We started off with a hype train tonight. That was crazy. It was, was a lot. Fun. It was a good time. Episode. Um, all that said, thank you everybody for watching. And of course, may the force be with you.